podcast is brought to you by Nova Southeastern University's Fischler School of Education and Human Services. The Fischler School has the largest graduate school of education at an accredited university, serving more than 14,000 students each academic year in some 55 cities across the United States, plus approximately 40 other countries. Hello, this is Dr. Marilyn Gardner with the United States Distance Learning Association, and thank you for joining us today for our weekly podcast. Our podcast today is entitled Beyond College Prep, How Online Learning Can Prep Students for College and Life, and I know a lot of you are very interested in this topic. I have two incredibly talented uh, educators with us today. I have Pam Pertolo and Brian Marchman, and I usually do the introductions, but they have such unique titles and varied experiences that they suggested that they introduce themselves. So, Pam and Brian, thank you for joining us here today. Thank you for having us, Marilyn. Great. Well, Pam, would you like to talk for a second about your involvement with actually the Florida Virtual Schools and background and title? And sure, sure. I'm Pam Bertolo, and I'm the Chief Learning Officer. And at Florida Virtual, what that means is my role is to provide oversight for all of the Florida instruction, all the ancillary services for Florida instruction, all of the marketing in Florida, and all of the professional learning for the entire organization. And fortunately, I have wonderful, wonderful staff, so it's not quite as ominous as it sounds. Oh, that's wonderful. Can you give us a little bit about your background? I'm sure you have an extensive one. I know you have an extensive one in education. Sure. I began as an English teacher, and then uh, my husband and I formed a consulting firm where back in the days we were teaching teachers how to use technology. And I went to the first board meeting of this brand new little grant called Florida High School and got through the board meeting and I turned to the uh, person with whom I was working and I said, that's it, I'm going to work there. Excellent. I called Julie up and said, I'm ready to come work for you. <laughs> and so I stayed with Florida Virtual then for quite a while. And then I left, and I was a founding principal of a private online high school in Florida. Got that up and off the ground and came back to Florida Virtual. Wonderful. Thank you. Thank you for sharing that. And Brian, how's everything going with you? Very well, Marilyn. Thanks for having us. Thank you for joining us. Could you give us a little background on your experiences? Absolutely. I'm a lifelong educator, started as a civics teacher and taught for eight years, uh, taught some advanced placement U.S. government and politics and advanced placement U.S. history along the way at a large comprehensive high school in Florida and then at the University of Florida's lab school where I became an administrator for a period of four years before Pam and others found me and invited me to come uh, serve and support uh, the learning and instructional process at Florida Virtual School. Wonderful. And I hear in our conversations how much you're enjoying working with Florida Virtual. Well, it's fantastic. Every day we get a chance, uh, we being a team of instructional leaders, to uh, support and supervise a team of the best of the best in terms of teachers, serving students in a new way each and every day. What we'll talk about today, I'm sure, is how we're constantly in the midst of changing 
our delivery method, and we'll um, introduce some of that this morning. So super glad to be here. Thank you. You know, we often hear a lot about online learning and how it can prepare high school graduates for college and beyond. What does that actually mean? We throw it around pretty casually sometimes in education, and could you kind of expound upon that? At the Florida Virtual School, we pride ourselves with putting the student at the center of all decisions. And we not only consider the student in terms of their current needs with accomplishing state standards and passing courses, but we also project them into the future and what their needs will be both in academia and in life and work beyond the traditional school that um, they're either associated with or in some cases taking all of their courses with us. So in making that projection, we think about the residual skills, if you will, that when many of the standards and, and, and concepts in the courses are forgotten, these are the skills that students will use and thrive in in the world of work and uh, academia. So the, those technical skills, uh, using technology as a research tool or uh, how to wonder or investigate using technology or how to communicate using text or uh, phone or instant message. These are all skills that are not only going to be skills that serve them well in college, but also as citizens and as folks who join the workforce. Excellent. Pam, do you have anything to add to that? Oh, I think you pretty much said it all. Okay. Why is that so important to today's learners? Well, here's what we know about today's learners. We we know that we know less about those learners than any other (laughs) learners in the past because these students are going to have jobs that we don't even know about. They're not going to have one or two jobs. I believe the research shows they're going to have 10 to 12 jobs, careers. Many times they're going to be working on their own. They're going to be collaborating globally. They're not going to be going to offices like our generation did. So the skills that you need to thrive in that workforce are very different than the skills from the past. And we used to call them soft skills. And we are changing that because we don't believe they're soft. We believe they're essential skills. Good point. I know you're focusing mostly on student work versus what adults do. And why that kind of change of focus? A lot of other institutions don't have that focus. We started studying this about 18 months ago. And we realized that exactly what you say is true. And we have a quote that we use, that school is a place where young people go to watch old people work. (laughs) (laughs) And we are just trying to turn the tide now to get our teachers to focus on the idea that truly the product of a school is the work that students create and that students are definitely content creators. And so if you're really, really learning and a learning organization, then what you will be focused on is the work Mm -hmm. and and how you are preparing those students for the next phase of their life through that work, not through the work that you do. It's very different. Mm -hmm. It's truly, it's a true shift. I mean, we've talked about it for years, but we've never quite gone over that ledge. Right. And it's an exciting, it's it's an exciting jump. (laughs) It's an exciting leap. And how has it been accepted, that, that whole philosophy and focus? We're doing it slowly, don't you think, Brian? We're moving what we decide, what we learned about change, because we are an organization that is constant change. The change has to be methodical. People have to understand the why behind the change and that there has to be a direction. So you start with a directional system and then you go into a methodical establishment of the change. Well, 
that's how we've done this too. We've done a lot of professional learning around it. We've outlined steps so that the teachers, the early adapters are feeling comfortable and the other ones are starting to see the philosophical change. The Florida Virtual School is a professional learning organization, so it's incumbent upon us to put our teachers position where they can start to be exposed to not only the, the framework around turning this on its head and not focusing as much on what they do, but thinking about what their uh, students can do. So in, in doing that, we've helped our teachers get exposed to and put them through a series of trainings where they are actually designing the experiences that students will have mm -hmm. and focus on what the students will do rather than traditional education, which focuses on inputs and lesson plans and preparation for adult work, we're turning that on its head, as Pam said, and thinking about the engaging learning experiences that each student will have, individualized, personalized, and taking advantage of everything that we know that technology can do in terms of meeting the needs of students one at a time. What a great approach, and you obviously have had a lot of success with it, so congratulations. I guess my last question would be, Actually, in what ways do you focus on the essential life skills? What do you feel those essential life skills are and, and how you incorporate that into Florida Virtual's curriculum? I'd like to start with a real simple example. This is so simple. When my son was about 12 or 13 years old, um, he wanted pizza. And we said, no, uh, if you call an order, we'll get the pizza. He could not do that. We went a year in our house without pizza. <laughs> love it. Because he was terrified. Well, can you imagine an organization where students talk one-on-one -on, -one on the phone to their teachers, and they're required to do that at least once a month, and that also that students work with their teachers not only via email or turning in assignments, but in real time, in, a, in Illuminate sessions, text, IM. So it's a real different kind of relationship that students are learning to have with a guiding adult. That's one. Number two is collaboration. We do a great deal of real-time collaboration. That's huge because I was talking to my niece who's graduating from high school. She's uh, out in Colorado. Mm -hmm. And I said, so how many projects did you do this year where you collaborated? And she said one. Oh my goodness. And our students are doing them all the time. You know, different mm -hmm. forms of collaboration, maybe with a large group, small group, student to student, student to uh, teacher. We also have many assignments where students have to go out to the community and they have to talk to people and they have to look people in the eyes because you know a lot of times you hear online learning, well what about the social mm -hmm. effect? Yes. And our students and parents will tell you that they know their teachers better than they ever knew a teacher in a physical I school. That. I believe that. Furthermore, What's very interesting about our, our students is we just uh, finished a really big report on us by TaxWatch. Our average GPA is like a 2.8. And then we have everything in between, all the way down to a 1.3. But you, can you imagine? I mean, we have the whole, the whole rainbow of students. And they're all getting these same rigorous yet engaging experiences. So I think, I think it's big. And how many students are you talking about? You didn't mention. When people ask me that question, I Marilyn, know, I usually I, go, I know, I know. <laughs> we'll serve about 70,000 unique students this year. That's an incredible number. And when you start talking about a 2.8 with 70,000 students, very impressive. Very yeah. impressive. That's great. Anything to add before we leave? 
I think we've hit the high points, Marilyn. Thank Wonderful. you so much for having us. Wonderful. And what I'd like to do, I'm sure people are interested in getting a hold of either one of you or more information on Florida Virtual. Could you share some of that contact information for Florida Virtual for yourselves? Sure. Uh, anyone out there is welcome to contact me with any questions or any sort of data that we could provide about the success of our students. One thing we didn't mention is our advanced placement program, and we're quite proud of the success of our advanced placement students, mm -hmm. especially. And any information that anyone would have about that in terms of questions, I'll be happy to answer. My contact information, again, this is Brian Marchman, is simply bmarchman at flvs.net or I invite anyone to call me at 813-846-2196. It's been a pleasure doing this. Thank you. Thank you. And what is the website for Florida Virtual? It's www.flvs.net. Or just Google us at uh, Florida Virtual School and you'll find our homepage. Wonderful. Thank you very much. Pam, did you have anything you wanted to add or contact information? Sure. My contact information is first initial, last name. That's P as in Paul, B as in boy, I-R-T as in Tom, O-L-O, -O, at flvs.net. Thank you very much, Pam. Thank you, everyone in the audience. This is Dr. Marilyn Gardner from the United States Distance Learning Association. And please do not hesitate to contact us or look at our website and become a member at www.usdla.org. Thanks a lot and have a great day. This podcast is brought to you by Nova Southeastern University's Fischler School of Education and Human Services. The Fischler School has the largest graduate school of education at an accredited university, serving more than 14,000 students each academic year in some 55 cities across the United States, plus approximately 40 other countries. The Fischler School of Education and Human Services is dedicated to the enhancement and continuing support of teachers, administrators, trainers, and others working in related helping professions throughout the world.